When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast, and this one is our San Diego Comic Con 2019 preview with our good friend Matt Kelly. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Matt not only hosts the Horror Movie Night podcast, uh, or co-hosts it with uh, Brian and Scott, but he is also the person who runs our podcast network, which is growing in ways that I, I it just grows so fast, I don't even know all the podcasts, and I think Matt <laughs> knows that, because whenever I try and promote the podcast network... I mainly say Horror Movie Night and then Derek Cranavelt's new show, the, um, the Xbox, Xbox Game, Game Passengers. Passengers. And beyond that, I'm like, wait, what's the name of Steven's podcast? Analog Jones and the Analog, Temple of Film. Analog Jones and the Temple of Film, <laughs> which I just want to call it Analog Jones. Which uh, I think is what they go by at this point. <laughs> where Steven goes and finds VHS movies and based only on the cover... Gives them a review and then watches it, and like I think he they're talked, doing they're yeah. doing an all eighties action month, so they just yeah. did RoboCop, which That's is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we also have other shows like we like we have Matt Mania, which is a cool wrestling uh, podcast from our good friend uh, Mega Ran, who will be signing at our table uh, this weekend. We're gonna get a chance to see him. We're gonna hang out with Mega Ran. <laughs> oh my god, this is a great week! I'm really, really, really excited about it. Matt has uh, been taking on a lot of the schedule, so I don't even know who we're gonna be seeing this week. <laughs> Uh, I know a few people that I've sent to Matt, and 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 it's been fun because God bless you, Matt. Because I'm equal parts arsonist and firefighter when it comes to Geekscape. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. It'll be a lot of fun. And then I'm starting a fire, and then I'm like, yeah, let's try and put it out. And, 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 and you're the you're like the fire chief this year. You're the person who's like really in charge of helping me put out the fires that um, that I instigate. Uh, but that's been Geekscape from the start, and I really appreciate everything you've done for the brand and everything you've done for our community. And I do think of it as our community. Um, it's hard for me to think about it as a podcast anymore because it's turned into so many little iterations. What I think about is maybe like um, in Willow when they fucking <laughs> drop. Welcome to Geekscape, yeah, where Geekscape. Willow is our, yeah, our reference point. Remember in Willow when they when they <laughs> they kick that. That magic thing into the and the troll grows into yeah. like this multi-headed. The troll like splits open and this multi-headed thing comes out of it. I was just the troll. Geekscapist, you need to get on that meme for us, please. Yeah. Just I a multi-headed just, I, troll that I, is like horror movie night, yeah. Xbox, all Game these passages. different things. <laughs> we, we got we make videos, we make uh, all sorts of different projects. Matt just is uh, working with his brother and Scott on finishing up the horror movie night pilot that we're working on this. Uh, 
right now and I have a small part in it but we oh um, it's not a small part you're practically I, like the fourth member of the show <laughs> I, <laughs> don't let that hey Geeks gave us I haven't seen it yet I'm a little I'm a little scared to see it so I'm waiting to see it later today with Matt after we finish this podcast um, and then um, we're obviously finishing Chasing Fletcher Allen and we have a lot of video and, and film stuff working on that we're working on and, and there's a couple little things that I'm working on as well um, when you're listening to this this week if it's if Comic Con has started then you can go and visit Geekscape.net because we have a brand new website um, the, you may be like hey this fan, this website isn't anything fancy that's the point <laughs> as I told Matt um, you know this is a website that we had to kind of launch for a while now and thank goodness that we have the wonderful Paul West coding it and being so awesome with us he is a Geekscapist through and through and Paul mainly built this site to clean up a lot of things that were going on with the old site, from broken links to um, image discrepancies, just all the things that happen when you have a website for over 10 years, um, especially when, when upgrades happen and different software starts coming out in the web and users actually change their behavior. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that starts splitting the seams, and our website was not clean, our website was not fast, our website was not efficient anyway. We're now working hard to do that, and Paul has given us that ability. So um, it's an infinite scroll. It is designed to be for you guys who are on mobile, which is the majority of you. I mean, yeah. when we started that website 10 years ago, we were all on laptops or desktops. Now the vast majority of the visitors who go to Geekscape are using it for a mobile experience, and we're still going to put up tons of articles, and Derek's fantastic, and he's in charge of all the articles and all the uh, different stuff that goes up on the website. If you want to write for Geekscape, please email me, jonathan at geekscape.net. This is a place for you guys, and Geekscape, I called it a community earlier today on the show just now, but it is very much a community. If you wanted to get your voice out there, that is all Matt wanted to do. 13 years ago yeah. and now he's a part of it that's all Derek wanted to do is write some articles and now he's helping run the site there's a place for you guys um, which was the design of Geekscape there's a place here that maybe you don't find a place like that anywhere else in the cosmos you'll find it here in Geekscape and we'll build our own little cosmos together so I had the first the ever article for. on Geekscape ever. ever 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 it was the top five coolest teens in film history Wow, and, and who do you remember who your top five teens are? I remember that Styles from uh, Teen Wolf Teen was Wolf, in yeah. there. You got Rudy. Rudy was number one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the rest. I think Booger made the list. Yeah, Booger would be. I mean, well, Booger wasn't cool, man. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It was literally from like the Facebook days when mm-hmm. I was talking to you on Facebook about your podcast. Was it MySpace? No, uh, we were doing both. Okay, we were on both, um, but you were like, "Hey, we're going to finally launch a site." Because at the time, it was just forums, and you're like, "We yeah. need some writers. You want to write something?" I'm like, oh, "I can do like this top five list." And you're like, "Do it." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> that's what kind of what we're doing right now is we're going down a little bit of memory lane, but we're also looking forward to Comic Con as Matt surprises me with the guests that we've invited <laughs> into our home. Uh, you don't have to do it yet, but you mentioned um, our good friend Ryan, uh, who plays Rudy. Yeah. Now, um, now, now, now. It's really funny that uh, Ryan who, from Monster Squad, who we've become friends with over the years, I just talked to him earlier this week because um, Stranger Things Season 3. Yeah. In Geekscape, I hope you've seen Stranger Things Season 3 if you're a fan of Stranger Things Season 1 and 2 because I think this is the best season. I, I would 100% agree. If not the best season, it's tied with the first season. 
I was one or two episodes in, I mean, no, I think I was like 10 or 20 minutes in when I realized that every scene was about a minute or two long, and there were a lot of scenes, there was a, at this point a very wide cast of characters, all with disparate storylines going on, that were all really engaging, really clipping through it pretty fast, yeah. and 20 minutes into the season, there's already so much character going on, it's all action. When I post, it, I posted, it was fantastic. I posted a thing where I said, like, I'd be perfectly content because I was watching it one episode a day. Okay, I was like trying yeah. to break it up. That's not a bad way to do it. Um, and I had hit a point where I was like, I would be totally fine if like they decided season four just no spooky shit and we just like spend like a summer hanging out with these characters because they're so fleshed out now that just watching their inner turmoil was captivating to me before even any. Spooky stuff happens. In Geekscape, we won't spoil anything from season three here, but um, I agree wholeheartedly with what Matt was saying. I found all of the characters' storylines engaging, whether it was just Billy, is that right? At the, yeah. pool, at the pool, dealing with the older women who yeah. are hitting on him. Or, I mean, I want to show that it's just Steve and Dustin just hanging out. Not just Steve and Dustin, but... With the, Robin as with well. With Robin. Yeah. Robin, for me, was like a major highlight of, yeah. the, of the Oh, season. she stole the season. She was me. fantastic. Well, Robin and the little sister. Yeah. Oh, that, that whole... Tr- <laughs> like, give me a show of just them, like... I don't know, like, becoming, like, teen detectives. You know, like, like a Hardy Boys... It was so much Show fun. just starring the four of them. And she's just talking trash to them the <laughs> entire time. And at first, you're like, I hate this little ice cream girl. I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. She's so annoying. And then when, the sh- when, when shit starts hitting the fan, you're like, yeah, she's kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she's awesome. Um, she has that one line where she's just like, Look, I told my mom that I'm staying at Tina's, and Tina's will cover for me. But if I don't, if I miss the barbecue at my uncle's house tomorrow, I'll kill all you. Like, like uh, she's so focused on herself throughout the whole. Even when shit's hitting the fan, she's still very focused on her. And I also felt like the the Duffer Brothers, who have become, I mean, they're great. And I think Sean Levy. Did uh, the third episode? He was he directed a lot of the earlier episodes, and the Duffer Brothers would do a couple of the episodes. But they did the first two out of the gate. They did some of the bigger episodes this season. Their skills have gotten better. Their writing is so t- much tighter this time. And whereas I think that I think that season two, it was t- it, it was a little bit of a self consciousness about okay, we were such a success in season one. Season two, it almost felt like there were parts that caved in a little bit under the pressure of its own legacy. Yeah, I agree. This one felt like they were playing fast and loose. The camp was cracked, like cranked yeah. up in a lot of these scenes. The horror elements, the comedy elements, really like the campiness of this concept was was being played for a lot of fun and a lot of loud uh, scenes. And then later on, when some really rough stuff starts happening to these yeah. characters, there weren't a lot of punches being. Pulled no. on some of this stuff, and you're just like, "Holy crap!" Lots of people are dying. Yeah, no, there's a, and I didn't. You, there was a certain point because Stranger Things isn't really known for like body count. There was a lot of and body there was, count, and there was a point where I'm like, "They're going to bring those people back, right? Like, there has to be a way to bring those people back." And then I'm like, "Oh no, all of these people are dead!" Like, <laughs> it is. I just, I just yelled out loud, "Holy shit!" Yeah. when this is happening because. Yeah, that's ir- that's that's an irreparable thing yeah. that they were doing. Yeah, so, so I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, um, and it was massive, and it was endless. Yeah. You're just sitting there going, "Oh god, yeah. this is horrible." 
But then, so okay, well, I can't get into and that because that's then spoilery. You, then you turn but, around and Steve, or not Steve, uh, the kid shooting with a fucking slingshot. And yeah. I'm like, hey man, we may be a little far. <laughs> we may be a little past slingshots. But then you get that beautiful scene with with uh, I can't sp- I can't even. Spoil yeah, I'm it. trying to think of how to word some of the stuff, but I will say there's this... a song that comes in from the '80s, and you guys oh, it's all so know beautiful. what I'm talking about. Our friend Ryan, yeah, who played Rudy. Sang that song on when he was a cast member of Kids Incorporated. Did you know this? <laughs> I didn't know that. I knew he was a cast member of Kids Incorporated, but so Kids Incorporated would do these kids bop. Style. Oh, I remember they Kids do, Incorporated. Well, they would do well. They would do these kids bop style concerts with music videos in each in like yeah, one of at the, the ends of the episodes, of the episodes. Yeah, where they would do like that Hooters song and we dance on the wave of the ocean romance. So they like, but it's, but it's, but it's like kids bop. The kids are performing him and Ryan was like the lead and he has a guitar and I think he's playing or pretending to play it yeah. and he's rocking out and he's doing jazz hands. He, I mean, it, dude, you gotta see these clips. I'll have to of look Ryan. up this video. These, <laughs> these clips, Ryan just started posting them. They do that song from this season of Stranger Things, the big song everybody's yeah. talking about. And we won't spell it for you guys here if you, you still yeah, want to somehow have missed out on everyone talking about so, it. So, yeah, a lot of my, friend, a lot of my <laughs> friends are talking about this because everybody loves that song. So Ryan posted this video of him from Kids Bop. Not Kids Bop. <laughs> it's the same thing. Kids Incorporated. Doing that song on stage, it is the most cheesed out thing, and it's got like the it's you got gotta like the, watch the, it the, when the this crap is over. Effects, the crap <laughs> transitions and stuff, and he's really going for it. He's a kids actor. Like <laughs> I'm dying laughing, and I and I wrote him, and I was like, "You mother, I just went down a 30 minute rabbit hole of your performances of, on Kids Incorporated. All of them. <laughs> all of them." I went through the whole. I mean, the FBI probably like this guy. We gotta, we gotta I did watch that. this guy. He's looking at a lot of kids dancing videos. So not quite the same, but I did that once with um, Bill Nye on Bill Nye the Science Guy. Would yeah. end every episode with a song parody of whatever was popular. Oh, and someone uploaded all like 110 song parodies, and there was like a day because they're all like it's 30. Pl- and it's a playlist. It's a playlist. They're all like 30 to 30 <laughs> seconds to a minute long. I was like, I got two hours. Like, let's, <laughs> let's get through this, Matt. Your, your, your tagline. What, what was your fra- your tagline? Your your catchphrase. Well, there was the "Well, I own it," which was me explaining every yeah. DVD. But... It was like some crap movie. It was like, "Well, I own it." Yeah. And then the other one was that you were the purveyor. Purve- that was you gave me that yeah. nickname, yeah, the, the purveyor nickname was... of all that was shit. <laughs> yeah, you're the purveyor of all that is shit. <laughs> so I think a new one is. Well, I got two hours. <laughs> I got two hours. Uh, I will say, tying back to Rudy as well. And like Stranger Things has always reminded me of Monster Squad yeah. because obviously, yeah. But this one, re- like with them just yelling through the walkie-talkies in the last like, th- it was like this is Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking watching Monster Squad right now. I was yeah. so I, this season made me so happy. And then the stakes were so high. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I think that that was the pro- like. So I, and this isn't. I don't think this is too. I don't think this is spoilery. But one of the biggest issues that I had with. The second season is it kind of falled into the same like sequelitis where it's like all right we've got the exact same villains the exact same situation and this felt like it was branched off enough where it's still in that world it still ties into why everything's happening in this town but it's not just like and here's some more stuff that the scientists of Hawkins have done wrong like that's a good point I didn't actually think about it until you just mentioned it I don't think this is a big spoiler but we don't go to the upside down no and I think season, that that's important. Yeah, in season three, the upside down may, is, is incringing on our world. Yeah. And in season two, you're right, there was a lot of upside down. And it was just a lot of like, okay, we're back here again. I mean, physically going into the upside yeah. down. There are obviously parts where Eleven 
uh, and will they do those flashes and they're in the upside down visually? But like they're characters at it, actually going but there. Physical characters walking through the, into the upside down. You're right. Season three, we don't have that. And I just yeah, good point. Um, you also. In Geekscapes, we will get to Comic-Con if you're like, just go to Comic-Con. Yeah, skip to like the last 10 skip minutes. Skip to Comic-Con. <laughs> we got some signings. See you there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Derek will be there. Hi. Um, you saw Crawl? The Alexander, I saw Crawl. I, it was, Alexander Aha movie? Yeah, I literally saw it before my flight. That was like the last thing I did before I went to bed to wake up in the morning. This is where there's a, a, a hurricane in Florida and this woman is trapped in her house with the rising waters and there's an alligator Well, in she's trapped in the crawl space in the basement with her dad who was already attacked by the gator previously. She goes in to rescue him. She goes, she goes to in house. to rescue him. Because no one's heard from the dad while they're doing the state of emergency. Everyone needs she's to leave. She's in a boat or something? She drives through the hurricane, goes into the basement, and then everything starts flooding. Okay. And she's, like, trapped down there. Um, and it, the first, like, the acting is not the best, but whatever. Well, Sam Raimi produced it, which yeah. got me interested. I think Alexander Aha, when he does, like, Piranha, is cool. That was the problem. I won a Piranha. Yeah. And, and, like, the first, here's the thing. The first, like, 30 minutes, I was, like, into it, edge of my seat, like it's pretty good. Yeah, well, because like you two had two hours well spent. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hour and twenty minutes, oh, and it feels like two hours. Like so, dumb, and that's though. a problem. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no <laughs> so, no, no, like no. the first like thirty minutes before they show you the alligators, it's real tense, and you're like, okay, I like where this is going. Then you start seeing these super CGI alligators everywhere. There are more. There are multiple alligators. There's multiple alligators. Well, I, thought he, it, I thought it was like a, a monster alligator. No, I he it was lives. One alligator. He lives next to a swamp where there's a bunch of alligators that are coming up through the drainage pipe. Mistake number one. Yeah. So don't live in Florida. Yeah. And then it takes place in Florida. Yeah, it takes place in Florida, yeah. which is funny because so this could be a documentary. It could be. So my brother actually launched a podcast recently, and he's only released four episodes, and two of the episodes have been helpful tips on how to fight alligators because he lives in Florida. This is is this coming to the Geekscape Network? <laughs> it will be there soon. Yeah, the the Cool De La podcast. Hey, what's um, it called? Cool De La podcast. I can't wait to not promote that on the oh, show. Oh, I know. Because I, I like, will forget how to say that. All apparently, the time. I had no clue what, what it the, meant. What the, what is that? It's a so it's him. And his friend Khalil, uh, who, you know, they're from very different backgrounds growing up, but they've been best friends since they were in junior high. Okay. And it's a reference to an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm after Larry David's had his divorce and he's living with, I think it's Charlie Murphy. I can't remember okay. who it is that he's living with, but he says something really racist and his roommate's like, I thought we were cool day law. And he's like, we're cool to law. We're cool to law. <laughs> so that's kind of their, because it's them talking about like, the the differences of growing up from two completely different cultural backgrounds yeah. throughout their entire lives. That's um <laughs> that's deep cut geeks gave us. Yeah, but for real. If you like deep cuts, you're in the right place. Yeah, you found the right place. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of the CGI gators start to look ridiculous, and there's only so many of the same jump scare that you can do with alligators, and that's all that they really have going for them. So by like by like an hour, and I'm like, I'm sick of seeing water still. Here comes the alligator jumping out. Like it's like right. the same. It just becomes too repetitious. She's peering into the water. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with her just getting the fuck out of there? Because <laughs> she has to get the injured dad, and then she gets attacked as well. So they're both injured. They can't walk. They both get their legs bit. It gets. It's like Those legs some, are gone. Yeah. There's some gnarly shit that happens, but you know, it, whatever. I'm I'm saving my dumb action time for when was it Stubbs and Hall whatever that hell uh, the Jason Statham and Rock movie is that's coming out in like a oh, week uh, or two. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, 
I don't watch the Fast and Furious movies that much, but the, that seems like a, it's going to be a good like that's going to be a skyscraper for me. That's going to be like a dumb watch some crazy action cannot, shit and laugh. I cannot necessarily comment directly because of my 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 work <laughs> to the side of from Universal. Yeah, um, and I love that my my family at Universal and Geeks was like what he does. Yeah, secret. Yeah. Um, some shit, some of that shit is pretty badass. <laughs> if there's someone that I, if I would, if I if I was to rewatch Hobbs and Shaw, it would be with you. Nice, okay, because that's the only thing that sucks. This is like the first trip where there hasn't been like a oh we've got to see that one movie out Together, before Comic Con because yeah. like Skyscraper was like easy. It's like oh yeah, Skyscraper was a pretty much an automatic. <laughs> you, Derek, and I are gonna go see it. It was a. And there was no way I was gonna watch this movie in any other type I of situation. Only, I think we're the only people in America who saw Skyscraper, <laughs> <laughs> according to the box office results. I think they basically just made money on us. Um, but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw is totally up that alley. <laughs> um, it's gonna do great because it's Fast and Furious. And to celebrate, I changed my Twitter handle to Fast and Furious Presents Jonathan London because <laughs> why don't we all want to live in a world where Fast and Furious basically uses its mentality on everything? Yeah, I'm it's fine like with it. Fast, big, and crazy. <laughs> hey, sign me up. 2019. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> That movie's kind of YOLO persona, like as a movie. I'm <laughs> it's so like, excited. You guys are gonna go nuts. Uh, a lot of fun. Enjoy that. Um, and I'm not just saying that because it's it's my gig, but uh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you've told I'm me straight excited. up when stuff shit. So yeah, I won't talk. About, I won't. I won't besmirch <laughs> too much stuff on the podcast these days because then you get angry emails. Yeah, which I've done. I, I've been like, really? Yeah. You're one of. My favorite filmmakers, and you emailed me to say that one of my writers didn't like that movie. It's not. Oh, come on! So if you want oh, to write, sure, for I forgot the about that. Yeah, yeah remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 person that will not be named. Um, <laughs> Geekscapist. If you want to write on the website, know that we won't censor your opinion. We will just make sure that your grammar is correct. <laughs> well. Derek is the editor, so yeah, he'll, he'll just make sure that favorite is spelled with an O-U. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll make sure that everything's spelled Canadian yeah. style. Where's this website based out of, eh? Hey, this <laughs> website's pretty good, eh? And uh, <laughs> that being said, we will not censor you. And so if there's something you may not like, if there's a review that's critical, I'll be the catch-all for the shit thrown at me by the creators that you didn't agree with, yeah. <laughs> but gave twenty dollars to. I can't uh, believe George Lucas would email you like that. Oh, I would have emailed him right back. <laughs> <laughs> if it was George Lucas, I'd have been like, "So here are my receipts." <laughs> well, you're like the thing that I don't think most people realize is that you have like zero fucks to give. I will never forget you screaming next to the legendary booth that Frank Miller was there to give refunds for the spirit. And they had to walk over and be like, Jonathan Franken here. You can you please stop? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, well, I figured there was a chance that Frank in his age couldn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> you took a gamble. It was a 50, was 50 like, shot in the dark. I was like, are you the actual spirit now? <laughs> that was my first are or you, second year at Comic-Con. Are you I'll always to, remember that. Are you here to promote the spirit by becoming a spirit? <laughs> that being said, um, I thought parts of the most recent Dark Knight 
Returns, Returned, Vengeance, or whatever it was, the Dark Knight <laughs> Three. I thought some parts of that was fun in a Frank Millery way, and I read, I read the, um, the his latest three hundred thing about Xerxes, and I was like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, I, I'm a Frank Miller fan, um, but the spirit. It was his foray into filmmaking. Yeah, that's and, the best way to say. You know what? It's not for everyone. Is it? It may you, not even be for me. <laughs> would you say? Because you've seen almost all of them. Is it the worst comic book adaptation movie? No. What do you think that one is? There's stuff that I mean. I get personal. Okay. And I get really personal. And and geekscapers might be like, no. Uh, and they did do some stuff recently in Far From Home and uh, in in Endgame to redeem this movie in some places. But for me, when they started Iron Man 3, and the voiceover was Tony saying everyone has their demons. Yeah. And I was very excited for them to actually be like, wow, they're going to do Demon in the Bottle. They're going to deal with Tony's alcoholism. And, you know, and it's tough. I get it. That's there, right. I always forget like, that you really dislike well, it, Iron well, Man it's like, 3. It's like there's Disney and their kids go to this and they and suddenly, like I understand you can't, Totally go deep into the, um, into the the alcoholism thing, but I feel like they sidestepped a couple things. Yeah. yeah, it was like okay, well, they gave him anxiety, and the anxiety really derails him for that whole thing because he's dealing with the Shatari technology and the aliens that he's experienced in the Avengers, and now he's he, he doesn't know how to be effective in Tony Stark in this post-alien invasion world. But the stuff they do in, to Pepper is kind of my problem in that movie too because she's making some really bad decisions in that movie like not realizing that her ex-employer who's the bad guy in the in the movie played by Guy Pierce, like who's like changed his looks or lost weight and some of that like that's her ex-employer and he's the bad guy and he's in her office and she doesn't totally like recognize him even though she used to work for him and as of start uh, Iron Man 2 they run a Stark's Robotics Expo and they're a major player in the robotics field, and he's the other big company. Yeah, <laughs> and they keep now talking about that stuff, and I'm like, "Well, Pepper, what kind of CEO are you that you're not even cognizant of the other people in your field?" And, that's a good call. Uh, I didn't even think about that. And that's just the beginning of your bad decisions in this movie, and and it kind of feels like that movie's been negated a little bit over the history of you know because like he does things like he gets rid of the um, whatever that liquid armor thing that he that he had in that. That was in the, the comics and stuff, and, and then suddenly, like, that's kind of retconned. So, Marvel's done like an okay job of like retconning stuff and being like, yeah, that wasn't, that, that, that idea didn't totally pan out. We're gonna just kind of put that under the rug and clean it up. Um, you know, and going back to um, just Nick Fury's portrayal in Far From Home, uh, you know, and if you listen to the podcast on Far From Home that was, that's in the feed Geekscape, it's like, I saw Far From Home twice. The first time I saw Far From Home, I was underwhelmed. The second time I saw Far From Home, I really enjoyed it. But across both viewings, I still feel like Nick Fury is basically playing mom. Yeah. And it's like... But I feel like it makes sense with the... With Far From Home, yes. With the Far From Home, like... Yes. Ending but, thing. Which but, almost made it, me want to rewatch almost all of the MCU in chronological sure. order to try to find hints if there were hints or if that was just like a spur of the moment decision. But Nick Fury has basically now been put in a corner where his character is, 
you better not do this. Yeah. And then everyone's like, how are we going to get away with doing this? And then yeah. he finds out later, it's like, I can't believe you did this. He's yeah. playing everyone's mom in yeah. the Marvel Universe. And it's not fun. He's not a tough guy anymore. And he also kind of stopped being a tough guy when the Florkin scratched his eye out in Captain Marvel because he was fucking with a cat. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait. In Winter Soldier, he says, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. And I was like, oh, that'd be a badass scene. But then they never gave us that scene. See, I actually, I, I always found that funny. I thought it was funny that, like, because you would never actually admit that that's how you lost your eye. And I, like, okay, ever. that I get. <laughs> like, yeah. The Florkin took his eye, but... I don't think he's recovered. No. I think he's basically playing mom now. And I can give you the Florican one for sure. But I think that now, like, there's a very narrow Nick Fury and he's playing mom. Well, I think that it happens with, like... And it's it's for comedic effect. It's not badass anymore. Well, and I think, like, can you take... I, I guess the question isn't even just with Marvel at that point. But, like, can you take Samuel L. Jackson seriously when he's kind of become such a parody of himself as is? Oh, someone called him... This is, kind of, this is really racist. I think this is racist. Is this racist? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out if we get emails. They go, oh, he's the black Nick Cage. Yeah, he can't do anything. And, I, and, and I'm I, like, well, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, but I definitely think that like, and I don't think that's true for Nick Cage either. No, no, no. I think, but it, but I get what they're saying in the sense of like, Nick Cage has to work real hard for you to take him seriously in a film, and most of the time he doesn't even try anymore. Here's a little life hack litmus <laughs> test. If you call it the black blank, yeah, it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, oh, that's kind of the black, yeah, it's racist. If you're kind of like, oh, that's the Mexican version, yeah, that's racist. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's the Asian, it's racist. Okay, like that. Well, I'm glad we thing, clarified that after thing you said out it. out of your mouth <laughs> is racist. Yeah, the person who called me, who called me, yo, Mexican. Uh, <laughs> the, person, the person who said that to me prefaced it with something that had been told to him, but he, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's also um, like, there's I think, no I mean, quicker Samuel way Jackson to know that you're about to really say some stuff. racist shit than when you start with, I'm not a racist, but... I'm not. <laughs> this, like, might, oh. this might be racist, but... <laughs> hmm. Chances are, it's racist if you have to start with that, or if you tell a bunch of congresswomen, go back to your country, like our president did. <laughs> Go back We're getting to that political country. on this week's episode. Oh of my Geekscape. god! Um, I, came, I was like, "What a time to be alive!" <laughs> Jesus. So Comic Con. <laughs> well, speaking of politics, I heard Sam Super Action Man. He's been active he's, lately. So yeah, he's I, starting to pop up. He he's very hard to reach. I've been trying to get him to actually be at the booth, but oh, Matt. I got that on lock. Okay, you got that handled? You know how, like, okay. Peter Parker, if you ever need to reach Spider-Man, Peter Parker's a pretty good person. Like, That's like, a good source. Yeah, he's a good source. It's weird. How source. does he know Spider-Man? He is Spider-Man's photographer oh. for the, the Bugle. That makes sense. And J. Jonah Jameson puts him on assignment. Spider uh, Peter Parker's like, oh, i got to get some pictures of Spider-Man. And he seems to be the best photographer for getting pictures of Spider-Man because he knows Spider-Man. He's friends with Spider-Man. It's a good relationship to have. I similarly have that relationship with Super Action Man. He has told me that he is going to be at Comic-Con. Okay. He will appear at the Geekscape booth. He is going to be at the Cosplay 5K Friday morning of Comic-Con at 6.30 a.m., Behind the convention center, he will be running the 5K and making sure he's not going to be running it because, like, then everybody's just second and worse. Yeah, um, it's he, unfair. He's going to be overseeing the cosplay 5K, and then um, him running in that would be kind of like that show on Fox where it was like Man vs. Beast, where it's like, oh, can yeah. this person outswim a dolphin? It's like, yeah, can, like, can, can you, you outrun, outrun Superman? Sam? It's like, <laughs> no, the guy can outrun bullets. Like, <laughs> jihadist bullets can't catch him. What are you going to do? 
he's gonna be giving out prizes mainly to the women who win. That's yeah, about right for That's Sam. about right. He's he's like he's like, you know, babes. When you finish the finish line, I'll get you past to the second finish line. <laughs> he said something like that, and I think he, he's he, just he, not a good dude. Sometimes the, he's a great dude, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. He's a man, and if, you, <laughs> and if you were a man, you would recognize. You're like, hey, he's not a good dude, um, Matt. You're a dude. He's a man. Okay, he's actually. A I think hor- that's fair. He's a horrible dude. He's a great man, um, <laughs> and he's running for office. He's, yeah, he's there. To, I heard that he, he sent buttons to you. He has campaign pins that are available at the Geekscape booth, and he is running for office. Does he have a slogan yet? Um, yes, make DC great again. Make DC Comics great again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about DC, Washington DC. No, he he just wants to carve that off and send it to the ocean. He's like, oh, you know, but um, oh, he'd clean that all out. He's like, it's all corrupt. Um, but uh, but he is he does want to make DC Comics great again. Mainly, I, mainly I, said he can hit on Wonder Woman. I, I could back that. Uh, I'd vote for that. I'd vote for that too. And um, when I asked him about his position on like Trump's wall, yeah, he said he's actually he he's. I'm like, do you agree with this? And he said, absolutely not. We should have four walls. <laughs> he said we should have one for our southern border. He says that Canada hasn't given us shit but hot babes and maple syrup and ho- and like <laughs> hockey. So like that's a border that's going on right there. So start working on your fucking travel visa upgrade, Derek, because <laughs> Sam's gonna have to check it personally. He does the one. He wants a, a wall between Canada and um, the U.S. and then he wants our west and east coasts walled. Okay. He says in case Atlanteans attack. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's a good risk. He says in case Atlanteans attack, and would they come from the Pacific? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean okay. they're Atlanteans. They they own three quarters. Of, they run three quarters of the world. Fair, fair enough. You know, and he's like that. We've underestimated them for too long. And then he watches the sky, so we may end up with a dome. I mean, we I may end up with a domed country if Sam wins. The dome might not be bad. Yeah, I for one support the dome. Yeah, he says if aliens come, it's cool. I asked him about this Area Fifty One thing. If you, what's going on with Area Fifty One? Have you read about this crap online? All, so, from what I can tell, it's a Facebook event. Okay, so somebody made a Facebook event. And it said, they can't stop all of us, let's storm Area 51. And it's a bunch of, like, hipsters. Yeah, just like, we're going to take, we're going to take Area 51. And they're going to storm the gates of Area 51. Yeah. Sam says it's a very bad idea. I agree that it's probably a bad idea. You know who I hope And then the appears- Air Force supposedly said, come at it, like, try yeah, it. Yeah, something. give it a shot. Give it a shot is, like, the Air Force's official <laughs> response. I think Sam wrote that tweet. <laughs> Do you think Tom DeLonge will be there? Oh, Tom DeLonge's he's already he's already in Area Fifty One. Tom DeLonge's already in Area Fifty One, and um, Super Action Man said like this is a very bad idea. Like like dealing I with, feel dealing like it's with a terrible dealing idea. With alien, he says that there's alien technology beyond like men's capacity for comprehension that like cannot be unlocked. I also like I just find it funny because it's like. What is your game plan? Like, you think that the evidence that you're looking for is going to be in, like, plain sight when you storm the gates? Like, it's not like... Let's start opening crates! <laughs> like, I mean, like, it's not... Like, let's, let's say, hypothetically, there are aliens. They are in Area 51. There are no aliens There's, in Area 51. Like, like let's, but let's just hypothetically say <laughs> there are. Are they going to be somewhere where you're just going to be able to walk in the front door and find them? Like, hey, what's up, Beast Lob? <laughs> like, 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 they think they're going to just like walk past the gate and it's going to be like the headquarters for the men in black inside there. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty excited for this to happen. For them to rush the gates, 
for there to actually be aliens inside. For them to spook the aliens, the aliens scream, but they scream at a frequency that we can't comprehend, and people's heads just start just exploding like <laughs> scanners just across just, the desert, start popping. <laughs> and it's like this is what you get. Yeah. Okay, you could have gone to a fucking Migos concert. <laughs> Like, this is the dumbest thing that this hipsters is, have done yeah. since Firefest. This, <laughs> like, this is what happens when you're bored with Coachella. You decide to rush Area 51, you morons, and now you die. Yeah, you know what? I'm rooting for Alien. I'm, I'm going to be watching the news that day. Oh, I'll be think? sitting at the comfort of my office going, what's going down with what's Area the 51? What's the day? I forget. I think it's in September. But it's like, you know what? <laughs> Thank you for evolving us from monkeys. Aliens, thank you for making us missing links and evolving us from monkeys and into into uh, our modern forms. And now you can go ahead and take out the trash. <laughs> like we don't need people who are going to rush the gates at Area Fifty One. So it says, can we find the organizer and rush his house? <laughs> uh, so the so I'm trying to find the actual date, but what I did find was a CNN article that went up today that says. Uh, feds warn UFO enthusiast against storming Area 51 as the military stands ready and armed. So, uh, yeah, really, if you're thinking about it in September, that's that's all it says it's in September. Fuck rushing Area 51. Why don't you nerds go and rush the concentration camps in Texas? Yeah, Just September fucking... 20th yeah. is the, the planned date. Rush... There's other places that need rushing people. Like, you Just don't need a little bit. Rushing Area 51... <laughs> What if there's aliens in there? Let's storm Loch Ness, man. That's he can't hide from all of us. <laughs> Listen, man. Stonehenge, what's up with that? Let's go rush it. Okay? Anybody want to tip over those heads at Easter Island? Let's do it. <laughs> Be sick. YOLO! <laughs> how, do you, how do you know you're too bored when you do stuff like that? Um, okay, so Matt. Yes. We got Comic-Con. Uh, we're driving down tomorrow. You're taking the train. I am driving half of the booth. Gee is driving half of the booth, and we are going down to Comic-Con. Uh, we will be there through Sunday. Yep. We're going to rendezvous with Derek, Mika, and Steven from Analog Jones. Yep. And then we're throwing up the booth. What is the booth going to... Like, what is it going to consist of? Because all I know is Super Action Man's going to be there. Super Action Man's going to be there. Shirts are going to be there. Shirts are going to be there. Um, a mix of Geekscape and Horror Movie Night shirts will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday, which is the preview night, we don't have anything... Super crazy going on, but come and say hi. That's the best time to get one on one time with us. There are us. no signings Wednesday, right? No. Okay, I like that. Yeah, no. We're going to have a. So I have boxes and boxes. You see a couple of them here yeah. of giveaways. Yeah, we're going to get rid of most of that shit. No, we're going to get rid show. of all of it. Yeah. I don't want that stuff coming back with me. We are going to have. Well, let's set up a Super Nintendo. Yep. Let's set up a Super Nintendo. I got some music lined up that we can run through the TV as well, unless we want to just keep the authentic Super Nintendo no, music. No, we don't want music. Okay, fair uh, enough. We don't. We don't. Spent no. hours mixing it, but that's, <laughs> we're okay. Put on your head. Put on your headphones. Put on your headphones and enjoy your music. Um, Matt, your 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 tastes are a little eccentric. Just a bit, not that. Eccentric. I love you, and you definitely DJed a Geekscape event for us three years ago, and I would have you back. Yeah. Comic Con is not our event. That's fair, but I think that we can still make some changes. Uh, so no, no, wait, I, we will do this. We will have a dance party. Okay. Oh, if, always. If you want free stuff, this is what's going to have to happen. Dance party no, for free. If shit. you want to do, if you want to come to the Geekscape booth and get free stuff, this is what I'm going to propose. Let's just plan the booth now because okay, it's only, it's only a day away. Yeah. Okay. So Matt, listen to me. 
somebody comes up and like, how do you win this stuff? They can play Derek in a Mario Kart course on Super Ooh. Nintendo and beat him. Okay. If you want, okay. First off, if you want free shit, you, you gotta, gotta earn pop, it. You, you gotta take out your your phone and you gotta subscribe to some podcasts. Oh, so hit, like, I mean, we've only got like ten, so that's not that many podcasts <laughs> yeah, to subscribe first to. First off, like you don't have to, you don't have to <laughs> subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe to Derek's. You can subscribe to Stevens. You can subscribe to Mega Rans. You can subscribe to yeah. any of the podcasts. Whichever one on sounds the, the best for you. Whatever is your flavor. Yeah. Because there is something that is your flavor. Something for your flavor, unless you are a functional adult. You, which why would you be a comic? Why, would, why are you at Comic Con? <laughs> like, if you're female and a functional, you're not going to be in the Geekscape. No I'm kidding. <laughs> it was like oh, I don't. I mean, I mean that because our demographics <laughs> are like. I was telling that to my friend George. I'm bringing him on to help me with the podcast, and he's like, "Do you know your demographics?" And I go. Shamefully, it's 85% male or something yeah. like that. Like, I don't want that. If you're a female and you listen to Geekscape, you're a unicorn. <laughs> you're a unicorn and you're beautiful. And I'll sing you a song from the day you were born. You're a unicorn. This is your song. You missed your calling, John. No, no. Free <laughs> Geekscape is just steered off the road. <laughs> it fucking ended up in ditches. They're like, what is that sound? Rush it's like a dog whistle. <laughs> They opened Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, they, why'd they open the Ark of the Covenant? <laughs> so, you have to subscribe to the Geese Here podcast. Have to do that. One of the podcasts, doesn't matter. Whatever but even then, that's not enough fancy. to get some free shit. You have to beat Derek in Mario Kart. Boom. Or Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Or Dance Party. Boom. Or beat how, Matt how long in Street saying- Fighter 2. Well, that's going to be real easy. There's going to be a lot of people <laughs> yeah, walking yeah. out with free shit. I'll be like, hey, um, you got to be secret in a mana. <laughs> um, what's the length of the dance party? Like, I-I'm not accepting just like a quick like, five-second little... Ju- I'm got, saying like 30 seconds. You got some Migos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to... No, no, no. This, this, <laughs> this podcast is just going to be me making fun of Migos. Um, you got... Okay, that... Only and only when the dance party comes out. Yeah. Can you play your music? I'll have, I'll have the playlist ready. That being said, the one thing I do know about the about the, the booth is we, from Friday to Sunday, we will be home and we are hosting a hall of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame musician. DMC? And our good friend Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC. He will be there with a superhero comic. We, had, we did a panel together a few years ago and they were looking for a place to set up this year and I was like... Roll over to Geekscape and yeah. be our personal guest. So he'll be there all weekend. And, uh, yeah, if you don't know who DMC is... You're very young. Yeah. I, I had someone there like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, ugh. The only reason why you know what hip-hop is is because of DMC. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, um, you don't know how to walk this way, <laughs> yeah. so you shouldn't be talking this way. No, absolutely. 100%. You be Ellen, sir. <laughs> you be Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... On top of DMC being there, Thursday, still kind of a light day. Good. But we will have two hours with our good friend, Andre Gowan. Andre Gowan's going to be there? Yeah, he's going to hang out from, from Monster Squad. From 3 to 5, because uh, he's doing a panel that day. So he's going to be in the building. Uh, you know what, Matt? I hate to take credit for this, but I'm totally going to take credit for this. He is at Comic-Con um, promoting a trade paperback for our good friends, at oh, fan, fan base press, yeah. And fan base press put out a comic book where the main characters are like eighty, like um, basically eighties. It's called the sequels, I think. It's called the sequels, and yeah. uh, and he wrote the forward, 
and it was really cool that um, that uh, Barbara and Bryant Dillon had me to dinner, and they were like, "Hey, so we need a favor." And I was like, "What's that?" They're like, "We want you to introduce it to Andre because we want him to write the forward for our trade paperback of the sequels." And I was like, "Oh yeah, let me text him right now." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's the man. By the time I'm... dinner was over with, it was done. Yeah, Andre's the man. Andre's great. So he's gonna be there three to five. Yep, three to five. Okay. That's it for Thursday. Okay. Then it's just boy time. I loved it. That's it yeah. for Thursday. Whoever comes by the booth, you can help us bring in the shirts George ordered. <laughs> but then Friday, this is this is Friday and Saturday are a little bit busier. So at eleven AM we got C J Brown or sorry, S J Brown. I just Scott. Yeah. Yeah. I just Stumbled all over that because I'm dyslexic. I love that. S.G. Brown. <laughs> yeah, he's a fantastic writer. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I highly recommend uh, Less Than Hero and Breathers by him are both fantastic. The one fantastic. I like about him is the one with the luck. That, oh, fuck, I just read that too. It's awesome. Yeah. So this, so you can trade luck from people. Like you can zap, yeah. like I, if you're really lucky, I can take luck from you. You can take luck from me, but it has to happen through a handshake. <laughs> and... It's a cool kind of uh, like modern noir in San Francisco storyline where someone has taken the luck from from I think like somebody who'd won the lottery or something like that I and and, uh, hmm. and and he has to figure out who stole it. I'll have to double check. I wonder if that's fatal. an that's indirect one. sequel to Less Than Hero that also has like a lot of elements like that. Anyway, uh, and then from three to four we got Jay Washington, my good friend Jay Washington from Collider. Yeah. And uh, he was on the podcast a few months ago. Yep. Uh, and then you from, check on his health. <laughs> and then from five thirty to six thirty, uh, back at the booth after a couple years hiatus. Two year hiatus. Uh, Space Command will be uh, hanging out with us. Who's on the panel for Space Command? Who's on the signing? Uh, I would embarrass myself trying to read the names, um, just because uh, I am. Not good at knowing names of Star Trek writers, but a lot of Star Trek writers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're good. And then we've got for Sunday. Sunday? Not, or sorry, Saturday. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Saturday. Not to pick favorites. This is probably my personal favorite okay. lineup of guests just because they're all people that I'm friends with. Um, so from 1130 to 1230, we'll be hosting the Geek History Lesson Meetup. Uh, with Jason and Ashley. I love them. Great people. They were recently on the show. Yep. From 2 p.m. until 3 p.m., we have Don and Andy. I uh, love Don and Andy. Great people. And then from 3 p.m., uh, the Mega Ran meetup. So Don and Andy have this brand new Kickstarter going up for their comic book, and they're doing pretty good with it, but um, they're going to come and hang with us. Yep. And then they will also be the only people that hang with us on Sunday at 1 p.m. I am so happy with this light setting <laughs> schedule. Yep. You're welcome. Now, there is, you know, at least one more email floating around that we'll find out what happens with that, but whatever. Yeah, I invited my friend Satine Phoenix to come and sign on the, at the booth because they've got a new Kickstarter for this. Satine, I don't even know what it is. But, <laughs> but there's a Kickstarter I'm, and it's out there. I'm guessing it's D&D related. I'm guessing because everything you're doing right now is D&D related. That's amazing. I'm also guessing that it's going to be hugely successful <laughs> because it's D&D related and uh, you guys are kicking ass. The, uh, so at the booth, Matt, um, our friends at Cantrip Candles okay. have given me a box of candles. Um, and do you know about these Cantrip Candles? I don't, but I'm I'm looking okay. to see what uh, the Kickstarter the, is. Do, okay, well, <laughs> Destination Fantastic is the name of it's it. It's the team's Kickstarter, yeah. It's a documentary travel show that follows dungeon master hosts... 
in a far-flung quest into the fabled origins of the fantasy genre. So it's a documentary about the fantasy genre. That's kind of cool. People, That's pretty people dope. Are gonna, people are going to want to get that. <laughs> people are going to want to see that. So um, if you're into like Dungeons and Dragons, if you're into role-playing games like they are, you're going to want to know like where some of these myths about the, like trolls and elves and dragons come from. And that's kind of cool that they're doing a documentary series delving into that. So Cantrip Candles is my friend Christoph's company. Let's say you, you play D&D. Yeah. Okay, so like you get all your D&D friends together. This is going to be like when you have me drink those energy drinks, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like the mana potions. Matt, let me pour this candle wax on your shirt. <laughs> let me pour it on your bare skin. Ugh. Like that movie Body of Evidence listen, with Madonna and Will you, Dafoe. Do you remember you, that movie? Listen, Listen, you're saying that like it's absurd, but the very first time that I did a convention with you, you're like, man, I need you to shave my back for this cosplay. Yeah. Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> I didn't make socially successful scape. <laughs> like, we're building Geekscape. <laughs> Shit's going to get weird. That's what I'm saying. So I've, Shit's going to get a You're acting weird. like it's far-fetched that oh, you would man. be pouring hot wax I on me. I would never pour hot wax in your balls. <laughs> Cut to 38 hours later. Yeah, the rest of your body, however. Matt, tell me if it hurts. Uh, Pull me in, coach. Then you know it's working. (laughs) It's a montage of Matt just getting, like, mutilated. (laughs) No. I just wanted to give comic books away. I just wanted to be a friend. (laughs) I didn't want want to. What are we doing in Mexico? No, not like this. (laughs) I'm not cutting my finger off. Matt, it's cool. Um, just well, sew it back on. Just do it. Snor- snort it or you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen. Um, cantrip candles. Let's say you get together with your D&D folks. This is why we can't get sponsorships. We get way too distracted. No, I'll try to promote these, shit. Matt, these are sponsorships. I know. This, but we're fucking up the ad yeah. read. It's mostly me. Sorry. Are we get these. Okay, <laughs> let, let's say you get your friends together to play some yeah. D&D. My friend Christoph has these scented candles that are themed to stuff in the like D&D-ish world, like a tavern or a forest or all these things, and they have maps on them, like yeah. you would have on tabletop gaming. And all the candles are basically, um, you know, you light them, and it sets the mood for your D&D game. I like it. And they're pretty awesome, and he's done really well with them. So um, he will be there kind of walking around this weekend, but I said, hey, man... You're coming down for like a day or two. Why don't you just send me to home? Send me down there with some candles. And we'll have them out at the booth, um, and we'll just see how they do. Yeah, but no so, pressure. So less comic. We'll have, a, we'll have a very like our booth will smell good. It will. It's basically what I'm. Telling I'm fine you. with that. So less Finally. question that I have about San Diego. Is there yeah. anything that you are excited about outside of the Geekscape booth? Any exclusives or anything that you're like gonna try to track down? No. Hey, Matt, I'm so effed up right now. I know. Like, I was, I went to New Mexico, the Northeast. I came back for a week or two. I ran that big race on Saturday that I freaking didn't, that was a horror show. The heat wave hit and I, the entire race just turned into a disaster. It was a 30, it was a 50K in, in 31 miles and I, at 22, just felt things starting to give and I was like, this is psychotic. I'm not going to die of heat stroke out here in the desert. <laughs> and um, and I pulled the plug, which is a smart thing to do because I felt my body starting to actually give sometime around, it was like noon or one and the temperature was over 100 degrees. And I got back to the aid station that I had left about 40 minutes earlier and I was like, I'm pulling the plug on this. And the paramedics were like, 
are you okay? Can you sit down? Like, are you, you need ice? And they started rushing me with all this stuff. And I was like, guys, I'm perfectly fine. But I was about to not be fine. Yeah. And that race was really good until it really wasn't. And then, and, and, there were, and to put it in perspective, a fourth of that race, of which only 200 people entered, over 50 of them dropped out. Jesus Christ. You know, it's, you know, it's just, it wasn't, it was a massacre. Um, I don't know any other race that I've seen that many DNFs. And I'm like, oh. And, it, and I was pissed because I'm, I was like, everything was working, but that, I wasn't going to get heat stroke a week before Comic Con. It wasn't going to happen. No, it's not I was a good like, idea. this can go really bad. It's seven miles between aid stations in the desert, in the mountains. Let's not do this. Yeah. Let's just go two miles back instead of five miles forward. Let's go back and let's just pull the plug and make sure that Comic Con's fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm tired and I'm going to go straight from Comic Con. I'm driving from San Diego right to the airport to go back to the Northeast. I'm gonna do that for a week and then I'm coming back for a week and I think I'm going to freaking Crimea that sounds did Sam approve that because that doesn't sound safe I may be going for Sam okay okay got it so you're going as a representation yeah or distraction distraction (laughs) I got invited to speak at a conference in the in Crimea which I don't even know if that's a Ukraine or Russia or what I have my reservations about the whole thing um, Sam definitely is. So, so what you're yeah, saying Sam's is that if, Sam's definitely like not happy. So what you're saying is if there's no more Geekscape episodes after like mid-August, oh. you're probably dead. Yeah, I'm in the gulag. <laughs> yeah, like, if you don't hear from Jonathan by like mid-September, yeah. somebody definitely read my Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody definitely read my Twitter. Somebody, you know, and um, I was invited by a former student. Um, I have a couple of students who are Russian They're my former students from like 10 years ago One of them was like, hey, we have this conference We'd love for you to come speak at it I'm like, when am I going to get a chance like this again? But also, I don't want a situation where like in 10 years I've got this great opportunity to not turn out for me Because they're like, oh, we have a photo from 10 years ago You shaking hands with this person who ended up electrocuting a fucking yeah. I don't fucking know, I'm just paranoid you are, that, that's, a a, that's a little more paranoid than I was expecting I but. know, but Matt, like you don't know... Okay, so I googled this this Storytellers Conference. Yeah. Dude was there two years ago, like a year or two ago. Like, Putin was there. So, like, what the fuck do I do if this guy who... I don't, I don't know if he's a good guy. And, like, what would you do if you met... Like, any of those politicians you don't fucking agree with, like, and they, like, put their hands out. Okay, I have to... Okay, I've thought about this. Ready, Matt? Yeah. This is what happened. You shake the hand because... No, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to live, you don't have to say I agree with, but it's like, hey, his head's out there. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, I'm faking a cough. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Good no, move. I'm going to act like okay. I'm sick. You have to have some reason okay, to just I, not, I, okay, no, you can't I make have, a political stance because little Jonathan have, London no. will be in the gallows. Yeah, I have two. <laughs> like, I have two. <laughs> I, listen, Geekscapers, the three who listen to the show, who are still listening. Yeah, still tell me, this me if you think this will work. Okay. Cough. Like, cough, I think, could cough. work. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not shaking yeah. hands. because uh, Get sick. a fist bump. I'm not fucking... It doesn't matter. No, I, no. I, I, I would get a fist bump. I don't I'd want get a fist bump I, from Hitler just for I, the story. Fuck that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that photo existing. So the, here's my alternate. If I can find chocolate-covered pretzels. Are you going to do the fucking mall rats? Stink palm. You're going to stink. Come on, man. Like, that's legendary. If you could pull, do the stink palm. That, okay, that, I'll give you that. 
Come on. The stink palm would be huge. Would you but stink that palm could like still, Kim Jong Il? You would have you, to, here's would the you thing. Kim, would you stink palm Kim Jong Il? Here's the thing with the stink palm. How quickly are you going to be able to get onto your plane shortly thereafter? <laughs> because I feel like they're going to within like you don't know Kim Jong Il. From all I've learned, it's that he watches movies. Yeah, so he's going to be like, you just fucking. Stink yeah, he's going to be like, you, you Jason, lead me, you yeah, son you of a bitch. Fucking stuck your hand in your crack. <laughs> you stuck your hand in your ass. You grabbed a bunch of chocolate covered pretzels and you shook my hand. You fucking, you, you. Dog, you, what do they call us? They call us like I think a dog is about dog. right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Man. This is way off topic. I just want to talk Matt, about the jaw stuff. I want to buy. But, I'm, <laughs> but this is what I'm thinking. About. Like I know your brain is crazy. Not in South. Listen, Geekscape. If you go to Comic Con, you're like, hey, Jonathan, what's up? And I'm off, like staring into the distance. I'm having horror nightmares of me getting my balls electrocuted in a gulag for the and next 50 years. Meanwhile, people had to talk me out of going to the Fremont Troll in Seattle at like 11:30 at night. Like I was like, "Well, you're a, you're a pussy." So, I was like, "I was like, how bad could that be?" And they're like, "You're going to hang out underneath a bridge in Seattle." The and, troll isn't real. <laughs> I think they were more concerned about like unsavory folks hanging out oh, under karate the- chop those motherfuckers they're already <laughs> drugged true like they're already off balance just, like, <laughs> just come push on. them lightly just, yeah they're on drugs they're like hey man uh, well I do want to make two quick shout don't outs don't be a pussy like, go- you went to the troll right I did go to the troll did anything I happen? just went during the day man you should have gone at I night I was going at night that was you the plan you at night and been like Everyone's warriors like, please. yeah people were like please don't do that please don't go there that's oh, stupid man, don't. please please <laughs> gang territory in Seattle uh, yeah. the grungies like, who, like what are the fucking gangs in Seattle the grun- oh, shit the grungies oh, do you the, remember the grungies the lumberjacks are coming out do you remember the skit the grungies no I think it was I want to say it was on the Ben Stiller show, the very short-lived sketch I have, show. I have the DVD. And it was a parody of the Monkees, but it was all like Kurt Cobain That's and Eddie really Eddie Vedder like running around all, doing like, like but they but were doing but they were doing like the silly monkey really stuff. Silly. Oh god, I I hope that I have the right show, but yeah, that's fucking so funny. You said the Grungies. It sounds like it because it was on MTV. Um so the things that I am actually going to try to grab. I didn't ask I asked you so I could answer. Piece of shit. Hey, at least I'm honest. Uh, Derek, this this morning at 8 a.m. sent me this exclusive photo, which is a tiki cup that's Jaws. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, 60 bucks. What? <laughs> yeah. To tell you the truth, and I do love the stuff that Mondo does, like the yeah. tiki cup, um, I just haven't looked at anything. Yeah. I think I like the dumpster fire, like little cute dumpster fires that they're selling. So they're doing so fun. There's, little, there's little dumpster fire toys. Oh, I have to try to check that down. Kind of, I think that's the only thing I've seen from this. So the other one that the other Jaws thing, I don't know why there's so many Jaws exclusives this year, is Funko, who does their pops, mm-hmm. is a Jaws eating Quint Funko pop. Is it a 45th anniversary? I guess it. Okay. I, that would no, because it's seventy five. Seventy five. Okay. No. But yeah, I, I have no clue. But okay. um, so there's that. I'm also. Wait, tell, what's the What's the Quint? It's Quint in the shark's mouth with blood all over it <laughs> as, as a, a Funko, Funko Pop, Pop. So okay. it looks adorable. That's hilarious. Um, and then every year they put out some weird, obscure wrestling figure. Uh, and this year it's a Macho Man Randy Savage Slim Jim advertisement figure that comes in a Slim Jim box and it's him holding the Slim Jims in both hand, hands with the giant cape that says Slim Jim on the back of it. I hate wrestling. and I think people who watch it are kind of questionably unintelligent. But <laughs> that is kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, that I kind of want. And then I and found out... And to tell you the truth, my big problem is really only with 
WWE. WWE. Like, I think that, that Cody Rhodes should take his promotion. Oh, he's killing it. And their their pay per view this week was amazing. I think they should take that promotion and. I've got my whole plan. Do you know what they did this weekend? Because I know you don't follow that I stuff. I don't care. They did a pay-per-view. <laughs> I just know that they're doing well. Well, no, and not just them, that. I want them to put WWE out of business. They did a pay-per-view this weekend where all the ticket sales and all of the wrestlers donated their money to a charity for people that suffered from gun violence and raised like $150,000 in one night through the oh pay-per-view. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like that's the shit that they're doing where I'm like, that's what I want to support. I lo- so, you, like, so they asked Paul to be on a show a year ago or this and that and yeah. Paul just, I'm not going to bl- put Paul's shit on blast but like his focus is just in other places in yeah. wrestling. But, but, um, like that's a company but you want to get behind. That's when I first heard about them and I know Mega Ran does stuff with them and I want to like an alternative to Vince. And they seem like a good alternative too. It's not just oh like, my, oh, it's the fantastic. opposite. It's that they're trying to make changes in the world, okay, which is like amazing. How, this is not going to fix wrestling, right? <laughs> Cody, you listening? Well, Cody, you can call me anytime. You got Paul's info, so you got you can get my info. So listen, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Tell me if this is going to work. I'm being dead serious. About I'm this. sure you are. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. There's going to be three rosters. Okay. There's going to be a roster that works. In each roster, works eight months of the year. Okay. You get four months off. Yeah, for actual, season. real, actual earned rest. Off season. So let's say you start in January, right? Yeah. That roster works January to August. Mm-hmm. There's a roster that starts in May. And goes from May until like September or something like that. No, yeah, it, it does eight months. Yeah, whatever that right? is. I can't does, do that It does the in my head, head quickly. <laughs> it, no, that, that one goes till, um, let's see, carry the one. Yeah, so there's you see you're working eight. So if you're on one of the rosters, your first eight months or so, your first four months and are of over time for overlap. So yeah. there's four months overlapping with the other rosters. When you start your four your eight months, your first four months are overlapping with the last four months of the one roster. Your next four months are That's the brilliant. beginning of the next four rosters. I love it. There's three rosters. So there's always time for the feuds that like all, you, yeah. you will see Everyone wrestle everyone, and then you can not only that, but those feuds with the, with the four months overlap between the three promotions. Everybody gets a four month overlap. Depending on the health of the participants, you can do an NBA Finals or you can do a, a WrestleMania. You yeah. can do a Super Bowl from the three rosters, but it's but you're going to have to stay healthy. Yeah, it's based on how well you're on, taking care of yourself. Yeah, it's how well you're taking care of yourself. But there's time to be a good wrestler. You get and every wrestler gets four months off. Yeah, that's it that's up, the key it is, thing. It is up to you and your doctor if you want to participate in a pay per view event that happens during your four times off. Because yeah. obviously, yeah, if you just want to rest up, well, mm-hmm. NBA players they go and play for their national teams. So like you, if you're from Australia or you're from Germany or you're from South America or Argentina, won the gold a couple of years ago. Like you're gonna like the Olympics, you're gonna go and participate in those sports during your summers. From the NBA or from baseball, or I mean, obviously there's there's sports going year round. Um, so if you're in your off season and there's a pay per view you want to be a part of, obviously you can be a part of it, but it is during your off season. Yeah, and I think and you that acknowledge that, that is yeah. how we do wrestling. I think you just saved three rosters in a si- very three, simple way. Very simple. Three rosters. They each work for eight months. Four months overlap with the other two rosters. Boom. And boom. You get all the matches That's brilliant. you want. You get everybody meeting up, and everybody gets four months off. And it's a, I think it's the end. Cody, listen. The end. Problem solved. And you I love it. it. And you get, you, you, I'm giving you a high five. That's you, brilliant. You, you, and, you, and they're unionized. Yeah. They're stunt workers. Yeah. That stuff is expensive. 
But if you're raising money, like they're like this new promotion is raising money, let's do it. Yeah, let's because do something. Let's is, do this that right. That is the only wrestling I'll support. Is something that's like, okay, we're gonna treat our employees like human beings and not fucking meat grinder paste. Yeah, just, like, just gets thrown into this shit. Yeah, now that's yeah. I mean, we've all seen the John Oliver thing at this point, which just is yeah, like, well, I lived it, it. Irrefu- I, Oh, I know you. Did, I lived the John. But Oliver I mean, thing. the people who haven't, like, so you have no excuse to not be aware of. What's then I'll happening. buy a Macho Man toy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you really like that idea? I love that idea. I really do. I genuinely love that idea I, I because put, I, th- I put some thought into it. Well, because for me, like, as someone who does watch WWE, and I, I admittedly feel guilty about it, but but it's frustrating because the performances are crap. Well, because if, they're injured, and that's the thing. And like, I don't need to see the same guys all year round. No, especially when there's guys that I like who aren't getting put on anything because they're focusing on like you know when you have a John Cena that's there all year round. Not only are you grinding that dude to a halt, but like you're also making him stale. It's, yeah, it's like uh, reading, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's like absolutely. giving us time away from these people also makes us more excited when yeah, they come hungry. back. It makes like, you hungry for them. But uh, and and here you get to see somebody wrestling everybody. And 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 you would tour circuits like yeah. It's like no, it's a good call because you always have two rosters working at the same time. I hope people like this episode. By the way, this is all over the place. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome to Let me see. Thinking about that. Let me sing the unicorn song again. <laughs> Don't um, do that. No. Uh, <laughs> since you have two rosters always going at the same time, well, three. You have the no, three. No, no. Oh, 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 at, at any time. Yeah. At any at any time, there's two rosters active. Yeah. Uh, you can do the East Coast West Coast tour, North South tour, or one can be overseas while the other one is That's domestic. Such a, like such a good you idea. You just figure it out. But they have Raw SmackDown going at the same time. Yeah, that's such a good. All idea. they got to do is have a third roster and just bounce it around. Make everybody just work eight months. You're going to work for eight months, like and like any pro athlete. You don't even have to. And then you're done. You're even saying the roster. I don't even think it needs to be something that we actively know about. I mean, if you just yeah. want to literally behind the scenes, they're broken into these three categories. You want the rivalries. You, want to you know, do want the rivalries. You want to like, know that when those overlap and there's a big event during that four month period with these two, that overlap, it's a big deal. That it's the that one it's time like, oh, you're going to see. This is your chance it. to see these two people battle. So you've got to build that up for eight months. True. That, and that's the other thing that yeah. they it, rush it, too quickly into feuds. It's not like when I've been watching a lot of the old Raw from like the mm-hmm. 90s when I was a kid. And because like Raw was basically just. Let's bring out some jobbers and make like these new guys look good. And the pay per views were only every three months. Like yeah. there was actually like a story building yeah. through throughout three months where you're getting excited. Now you have a pay per view every three weeks. It feels like that's not enough time to tell a compelling story. No, let's build the actual stories. Let's tour the country with them. Let's tour the world with them. And um, and that way you know that they that. That like you gotta watch. Yeah, there's a way to do this right, and you I think got you got to watch the pay per view because yeah. it may be your only chance in this year to see to that matchup. This is your NBA Finals, and people get loyalty to brands, so they're gonna be yeah. like, "Yo, that roster is my roster. Yeah, that roster is my roster." It's like the same way that people like like East Coast versus West Coast and some of these sporting events. Yeah, it's like. Here we are. That third, that one roster is mine. This Perfect. roster is mine. That roster. This is I. I and obviously you can trade between rosters here and there, but no, I think this is brilliant. Thank you. We got way off topic. No, we didn't. but I love it. No, we didn't because it's Geekscape. Subscribe to Mega Rand's yeah. podcast. Head up Matt Mania. Matt Mania. You go ahead and field my idea for fixing wrestling forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mega Ran. You're friends with most of those WWE guys. Go infiltrate too. You got a little. <laughs> your gears are grinding. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk to. We're You're talking to Mega Ran on Saturday. You like it? Yeah. Oh, we should okay. talk to. As someone who detests wrestling in its current state, but you want to like it. I like. I want to like what you guys like, and yeah, it's guys in spandex. Of course, I like it. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like I can't be like that's stupid. Then go read comics. Yeah. Um, it's like a hundred Sams just right. running around. So like. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't deal with the fact that these are real people. Yeah. That so are putting themselves through really some real shit. ruining their lives doing this. So, um, so I feel like I don't know enough about it to say something like this. But I've thought about this. I've thought about this basically since that John Oliver special. And and maybe we do this. Yeah. Maybe let's we let's, start let's get some the, in people's put, ears. Maybe we start putting in people's ears that they should be three rosters. I like it. I love it. Actually, It'd be awesome. Cool. Right. I'm, I'm on that board. organization should have three rosters. Um, Matt, I think that you were still telling us what kind of trash oh, you're going to buy. The only other, so <laughs> I'm kidding, I, I'm kidding. I actually found out. So my my favorite clothing company is this company Creepy Co. Um, and they, of course, it is. Of course, it is. They do very like fancy looking button ups that until you get up close, you can't tell that it's horror stuff. Oh yeah, the designs are like yeah. Jason masks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There are booth neighbors this year. <gasps> I just got their email yesterday that was like, hey, who's going to Comic-Con? We're hanging out at booth 3921. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so I'm probably going to drop a pretty penny over at the table. booth seems to be the different booth every year. Well, there was the one. Is it just me? Is that, remember the one year we just had it as a hangout area for the first two days? No, no, no. That is not 31. That is not, we're at 3919. We're at 3919. That hangout area is um, is what's his name? Um, Maddox. But does Maddox. that go by odd numbers or does it? It, it climbs. So you're thinking it's the booth on the other side of Maddox's. That's on gotcha. the corner. It's the corner that is booth. always different. Then the yeah. corner booth is every it, every our year. Neighbors different. are different every year. <laughs> it's not the same. I mean, I love our location. I love our location, but. I do miss when we were on the other side of that wall when it was like the perfect like all no, those people are gone for, now. It was perfect for you because it was all Fangoria and like trauma. But I also and I like, the purveyor of shit. You were like your your wallet couldn't afford for us no, on the other no. side of the wall. But you I were also like, Full Moon Films. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> but I oh, also, you came out with a special edition of a movie you have nine versions of. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. Ooh, the subspecies oh. complete series. Oh, you got this on ultraviolet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I think that. As much as I do like our current location, and there are like certain people that we are friendly with. Totally. I think when we were on the other side of the wall, when it was like yeah. Becca and David and the legendary folks, like we would go out to dinner with those people. Yeah. Like we became really, really tight with them. So that was kind of a bummer when they all started to disappear and we changed locations. And I agree that you don't, um, that uh, like that corner has been a little bit like, yeah. we don't know what to expect. And then like Legendary left and now we have like Disney music or something like that. That was Disney way. music the one year. Now it's Yu-Gi-Oh! is always across from Yu-Gi-Oh! us. Yu-Gi-Oh! is tight as well. Yeah. The only person I ever remember is, um, and I hope that she's there this year, is Laura. Uh, the girl who sells the artwork on the table on our left-hand side. She's but, awesome. Yeah, she's great. But if freaking that those people are there, she's not there. Yeah, well... That's the side I'm talking That's about. That's shit. Directly next to us. Yeah. That is 3921. Damn it. Oh, well. I guess so she's not going to be there. You get your stupid shirts. I'm going to buy... Dude, there's, but you don't there's a new one. That girl who's an uh, artist. Lars really cool. But they, uh, they have a new shirt that I'm going to buy called The Real Men Wear Pink. And it's just an all pink button up. But when you get up close, it's intestines. And I was like, sign me up. I'll wear that on some Wait. dates. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not wearing that on a date. 
You're wearing it maybe on first dates. <laughs> Which also happen to always be last dates, and I don't understand why. Is that right? No, I'm kidding. Do you get first dates? I don't go on dates. No, Matt. John. Fuck. I'm busy, dude. You're busy. <laughs> so would you be less busy? There are you, Bill no, Nye no, no, videos no, no, to watch. No, 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 yeah. I got, I got two hours. I got two hours. Anybody want to go see Crawl? Um, <laughs> Matt, would you be less busy? Would you make time for dates? Oh, I do. I, do. I, I haven't found anyone that I've been like intensely interested in mm. that's in a... The few people who I have had an interest in are not in a good spot to start dating anyone right now. So, mm, or is that just the bullshit they're they're feeding you? No, come on, man. No, we'll talk about it off. I'm not. I'm not in a good place. It's like no, 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 no. On. I determined they were not in a good place. They just, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good on you for doing that because <laughs> yeah. as a guy, you could be like, yeah, she's probably not in a good place. But damn, do I want to hit? Yeah, no, <laughs> okay, I was okay. like, I was like, ah. Good for you. I'm glad that like, you're, you're just, going through a bad thing, and like yeah, going right into a this, relationship is not what you need. Fuck you up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, thank you for being a discerning human being. <laughs> that is fantastic. So, I love yeah. that you're not like, but I still want to hit it. Yeah. Oh, she just got single. Ooh. Time to roll on in. She's dealing with the death of her grandmother. <laughs> yeah, like, Someone Maybe needs a shoulder to cry on. She can cry into that pillow <laughs> when her face is in it. Like, yeah, like thank no, you for not being a no, Why You've known me this long, you yeah, know. Yeah, but there have been instances where I'm like, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, but you've but post therapy and daily meditation, it's been a very yes. different Matt Kelly. And I, I meditated before you got here. Nice. This is what we're about. I, I have. Thought you said you were sleeping. Here's what happens with meditation. When I when I come out of my meditation, I'm always like, "Yeah, I'm kind of sleepy." (laughs) Does it it make you sleepy sometimes? No, I do it first thing in the morning though. Okay, I'm I'm like as soon as I wake up, I do my headspace meditation, and then like hop in the shower. What I do is whatever workout I'm doing, I'll go to my the workout and I'll meditate there. But. I have been running around with Key and I did inventory. I had yeah. to deliver some stuff. Well, I also fall asleep to the Calm app, which helps me out a okay. lot because okay. that puts me in like a peaceful headspace when yeah. I fall asleep as well. Because yeah. so it's, it's just a simple, it's like a white noise app that like sure. gives you the sound of like rainfall or like sitting by the beach and like just or me singing a unicorn song. Yeah, well, I mean, we should submit that yeah. one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if you listen to Keyscape and you're a woman, <laughs> you're the perfect woman for me. <laughs> Yeah, I miss yeah. when, when Geekscape would break into musical numbers, so I'm really we excited about did. this. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm excited that this is happening, because it doesn't happen as much as well, it used to. I usually have guests who I'm getting to know on the podcast, <laughs> so or, I can't just bust a groove. Or they're like people that you actually respect as human beings. No, I respect you, because you, well... <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry about that tweet. I had to take that shot. <laughs> Your tweet was... What was your tweet? <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I've never felt cooler. It's, it's, it says you never feel cooler than walking around the airport listening to Wu Tang Clan. He said, yeah. "Look in a mirror." I said, "No." I said, "Walk past a mirror. Yeah. Take a glance and see if you still think you're cool." <laughs> because I just imagined this white motherfucker walking through an airport, bobbing his head to Wu Tang, and then the oh, second yeah. you glance at an airport in the mirror, you'll do what I do when I glance at a mirror and be like. Oh, that's reality. <laughs> oh, See, I just hide I, from reality. Oh, no, that's the I look at the mirror and I'm like, okay, you look like Ray Romano and Jimmy Fallon fucked and had fucking <laughs> had had the Karate Kid, you know, hold the baby to term. Um, okay, we're we're going crazy. Geekscape is, and I'm hungry. So let's rest. There's, there's no way you want to go to Comic Con after this podcast. 
you're like, maybe I'll catch you guys next year. <laughs> um, Geekscapers, we love you. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, just you know, check out Horror Movie Night, HMNPodcast.com, and Disneyto Podcast, also on the Geekscape Network. Um, Why don't they just watch all our shows? They listen should listen to all of our shows, but if you want more of this guy... Those are your, your go-tos. If this has been enough, Derek has this fantastic oh, show. Oh, ga- uh, so we've got Xbox Game Passengers. We've got the Matt Mania Podcast. We've got um, the Analog Jones and the Temple of Film. We've got the Over Nerds Podcast. Uh, coming soon is the Cool Day Law Podcast. Uh, we're in talks with, and this is almost definitely going to happen, so I don't mind saying this. Okay. Uh, our friend rapper Word Burglar has a podcast called... Um, do you still like that movie where it's people re-watching a film from their childhood that they haven't seen in oh years and discussing it? First episode was on Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage. It wasn't good then! <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I had Eric, the lead from the, like, the brother yeah. in that, on the podcast? Yeah. Caravan of Courage wasn't good then. No, it's not a good movie. It's, but it was oh a great God. episode to kick off the show. He was oh, like, I gotta listen. I love Ward Burglar. Oh, he's so nice. Sean is a, just a solid dude. Fuck yes. Um, so they're going to be joining our network. Guys, uh, our network is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, I, won't men- I don't even know if they're still podcasts, so I won't mention that one. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of really, really, really great shows with really talented people. And uh, yeah. Geekscapist, you've been listening to the flagship show. It may not be the best show on the podcast, but it's definitely the first one. And the one that the host continues to do because he doesn't have anything else to do with life. Yeah. But um, get your episodes in before I'm in the gulag for eternity. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit that share button and send it to your friends. Also, whatever podcatcher you're getting this episode on, go ahead and hit that five stars. Leave us a review. It really, really helps our visibility and helps us spread the good word of Geekscape to all the denizens of the world who need a place to just kind of... Be like, hey, these guys are like me. I'm weird too. I like the unicorn song. Uh, whatever you <laughs> no enjoyed, one's saying that. <laughs> no one is saying that. Whatever you enjoyed from this episode, we got more of it to come. So please subscribe and share. Uh, we will see you guys in San Diego at booth thirty nine nineteen. Obviously, if you can't make it to San, Anto- uh, San Antonio, if you can't make it to San Diego for Comic Con, we have plenty of Geekscape up on our Facebook, our Twitter, our YouTube, and our Instagram handles. Matt is St. Mort on Twitter. I'm Jonathan London. And obviously you can talk to us and hit us up at any time. If you have anything you want to send directly, I'm Jonathan at Geekscape.net. Especially if you want to write for the website because it's going to be brand new, old content, new content. And it definitely needs uh, your voice because you're a part of this. Geekscape us. We love you. Anything else? No. Over at Comic-Con. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 